Welcome to Miss Viva Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age, and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts and I ask you probing questions to make you think. No one is perfect and no answer is wrong. So let's get started. I am so excited to have Miss Cheryl here. Listen, you guys, Cheryl and I met a few weeks ago. We are a part of the Alliance and it is a group for entrepreneur women. You know, we're trying to start our businesses and get it to grow. And Cheryl and I connected. We were in one of our meetings and I just invited her. I was like, if you want to come on my show, please come on the show because I want to bring women to talk about issues and stories and all in our past, you know, so that we can know that we're connected. We're all the same. We all go through a whole lot of stuff. So with that said, Cheryl, please tell us about yourself. Oh, thank you, Miss V. Um, it is a pleasure to be here um, on your show. I am a retiree. I retired um, almost a year ago now. Um, after a 32-year career as a human resources professional. Um, and I relocated, my husband and I, we relocated to Arizona and we are enjoying and living our best life. I have four children. I have six, I think it's six, six grandchildren. Wow. And I am enjoying this new chapter of my life. And I'm excited about where God is leading me. And wow. I'm just grateful for this opportunity. Um, so thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And I must say, you look good to have grandchildren, girl. You don't <laughs> look like you would have them. So God is really blessing you. Yes, As they say, is. look, black don't crack. Well, you are a prime example because you look beautiful. <laughs> thank so you. I know that you listen to my podcast. I know because we went back and forth. And so tell me when you were listening, what story resonated with you? What story did you want to talk about today? So in all honesty, so many of your stories resonated with me. It, it, they really were actually, I wrote them down in, in my journal because I couldn't decide. But the story that kept coming back is never give up. Ooh. And so I'm like, okay. So I listened to it, I think three, maybe four times to just really see what was it about that story that truly resonated with me and it would be something that I could speak about in my own life where I never gave up. And so that was the story that I thought we should talk about. Oh, that's good. You know, I, I went back and listened to um, some of my stories and you are like another one of my guests. She went through and it was so many stories that jumped out at her, but one story kept coming back to her just like you. And that's the story we talked about. And it makes my heart warm that, you know, that when you're listening, there's something that goes, oh my God, this is great. This is what I've been through. I want to talk about it. So I am so happy. So listen, 
I'm going to listen, audience. Let me tell you about the story she's talking about. If you haven't heard it or if it's been a while, here is a kind of like a summary of it. The name of the story is Never Give Up. And it's about a time in my life when I used to hang out with my big daddy. And there are stories in there about my big daddy. And I love him because during that time, he was my great grandfather and he had businesses and hanging around him, I wanted to be a beautician because he had a barbershop, a beauty shop. He had a busing company. He had, he grew crops. He had all kinds of businesses and I wanted to be like him. So um, that was my desire and I wanted to do it, but that wasn't my father's desire. My father wanted me to go to college right after high school. And I knew I was not ready. I had my license to do hair and that's what I wanted to do. So he told me, if you don't go to school right after college, I am not paying for it. And I thought about that thing and I made the decision. I'll just have to pay for college myself. And I start doing hair. I worked in a salon. I had some good experiences and one really bad one where the owner told me that I wouldn't make it as a stylist because I was fluffy, AKA fat, and I was too young never heard that before. Long story short, I left that person. I left her. But I worked in other salons and I, um, you know, encountered all kinds of things, jealousy and all haterations and all that. But at the end of the day, when it was time for me to go back to school and I wanted to go back, I went back on my own. I paid for it myself and I did not, I wanted to be on my own salon. But I didn't give up on being a business owner. I don't own my own salon, but I'm a storyteller and I help people find and tell their stories. So I have my own business. And that all came way back from my big daddy. So if you want to listen to it, it's called Never Give Up. So when you listen to the story, what were your thoughts? Well, I saw some similarities or parallels between your life and, and, and my experiences. One being you had the influence of a, a grandparent. Um, mm -hmm. Yours was a great grandparent. Mine was my great grandmother, my paternal grandmother. Um, and then also the fact that our fathers, whether alive mm. or not, had an impact on the education that we had, whether it's you know college education or life education, their their lives impacted us as well. And then the fact that just having to invest in ourselves mm -hmm. at some point in time in life, um, similar to you, I had to self-fund my own college education. Wow. And so- Makes me feel good. <laughs> we did it. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, I, and I'm grateful for that. It, it For me, it gave me a greater appreciation. And I think that was reflected in, in my academic standing, um, not to toot my own horn, but I graduated from community college, a four-year university and my master's all with honors. That's awesome. Yes. I said that I wrote a story um, a little while ago about um, me getting a C for the first time because I was traumatized. And just like you said, I myself, because I was paying for it, 
I work hard because I'm like, if I'm paying for it, I'm busting the A's. If I get a B, I'll be all right, but nothing less than that. So yeah, I feel you when you say that. Mm -hmm. When you paying for something yourself, you have a bigger appreciation for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I'm I'm just grateful for that experience. So those were the things that I really, after again, listening to it a couple of times that I'm like, okay, yes, I have the same, some similarities. And so it was good. Good. Okay. So I, um, because of this story, do you have a story of something that happened to you in your life? Cause like for me, you know, being, being a business owner wanting to have my own salon and all those things, was it something that happened in your life that you just was like, I am not going to give up on this? Well, the truth is my life has gone through a number of detours on this road to getting um, my education. Uh, when I was a teenager, my father passed away when he, I was 16. And getting ready to start my senior year of high school, I wanted to stay here, stay in California because that's where I had gone, you know, my three years before school. My mother and father had been divorced for some years and she wanted me to move back to Oklahoma. Well, I didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> and so after some begging and pleading and negotiations, she agreed to let my older sister and brother become my legal guardians. Oh, wow. So they became my legal guardian so that I could stay in California and graduate high school oh. with my my family and my friends. So um, that was a good experience. And, and, and I did well, but I didn't get the opportunity to go away from college because that was my dream all along before my dad got sick is I'm going to go away to college. I want to be a fashion designer. So I'm going away. I applied everywhere I could, just somewhere outside of California or away <laughs> from home, more or less. But when he passed, all of that changed. Mm. And so my paternal grandmother said, you got to stay close to home. You're going to go to college right here, which was San Francisco State University. Um, actually, it was my dad's alma mater. I didn't want to go there. <laughs> I didn't want to go. So long story short, I just, I rebelled and I did not see myself really focused to go to college. Um, and so with that, I goofed around, life happened. I went to the University of Life and I, <laughs> and I became a single mom, you know, at the age of 20. But it wasn't until I had my daughter and I had an experience at the age of 27 when I, the first time that I can recall ever experienced racism and discrimination and gender discrimination. Wow. And that experience traumatized, really traumatized me mm. so much so that I literally went home and cried and sat with my mom and said, you and daddy sheltered me too much because I didn't know that it existed. No one had ever I never missed out on an opportunity for a career option, a job or anything 
because of my race, because of my age or anything. I didn't know that that existed because that wasn't my experience. And so for me to have been denied an opportunity when I was even encouraged to apply by a higher official to apply for a job and I, I didn't get it because I didn't have a college education is what they ultimately said is mm-hmm. well you don't have a degree you gotta have a degree well not really but I didn't know how to fight then yeah and really counter that and so the only thing that I knew how to do which I know now it was God pushing me Go back to school. Mm. You can show them better than you can tell. Amen. I know that's right. And so I went back to school part-time. No, I went to school full-time, took a job part-time as a single mom, staying at home with my family because we had a family home. And I busted it out. I did what I had to do Mm -hmm. to better my my circumstances and my situation and through hard work trials I persevered I I graduated with high honors Mm -hmm. got my AA degree Mm -hmm. I transferred to a four-year university and did what I needed to do there to finish up and and I just love the funniness of God because he had me come all the way back around and I ended up getting my bachelor's degree at San Francisco State University. Wow, full circle. <laughs> Almost 15 years later. <laughs> I'm like, you got a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did. And I'm so grateful for that because one, it showed my daughter and the others that you can always go back to school it's never too late never too late and don't let anyone put boundaries or limits on you as to what you can do in life because you don't have a degree or you don't have certain skills or education and so you know i've been fortunate i've worked um as in human resources for 32 years um as a manager chief um, HR officer. And over those years, you know, I've been able to touch a lot of lives um, in terms of giving others opportunities because someone gave me an opportunity. And one of the things I'll never forget is when um, I graduated with my bachelor's degree, an attorney, an African-American attorney, um, who knew my situation when when I didn't get the opportunity? I ran into her some years later, and she shared with me that my experience that never should have happened. I should have gotten that opportunity. Wow! And so it was like okay, but now I know and realize there was a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a reason. Yeah, I I probably would not have appreciated my education as much. I would not have had the opportunities I've had, the experiences I've had to be able to help others had I not gone through that. So I know what it's like. But beyond that, I was able to go back to school as a married mo- a mom, a wife, uh, 
a church leader, a full-time worker, and get my master's with honors. And, Amazing. and it's like only God can open doors for me to do that. And so for that, I'm forever grateful. And, and it's, it's been wonderful and it's created opportunities for me to, again, to continue to touch lives, help others, let them know that you can overcome whatever circumstances mm -hmm. or situations come your way. They just, they're just foundational um, and, and test for you to come through whatever challenges life may present to you. And so I never gave up. I love this. I love this so much because like, like you said, for even from myself, I knew what I wanted and I wasn't going to let anything. Yes, I had a whole lot of bumps in the road, but I found God gave me resources. God allowed me when I did decide to go back to school, he allowed me resources where I was able to take classes, some classes for free. And I took every last class I could for free until that ran out. And then I got my student loans. But, you know, in the back of my mind, it was always my big daddy. He had. I feel like he's always been that driving force for me because I talk about him a lot and I think about him. I mean, he this man back in his time, this is my great grandfather, not my granddaddy, my great grandfather. It was my grandmother's father for them to have all him and his brothers. They had land. They had businesses back then said a lot about him. And I wanted to be. Did you have someone that was kind of like pushing you, although you were pushing yourself? Was it somebody like my big daddy back there just saying you can do this, baby girl? So interesting you would say that. Um, so when I, the first day I was driving to school, when I decided to go back to get my AA at the community college, the very first song that came on while I was driving was Ain't No Stopping Us Now by, by McFadden and Whitehead. <laughs> and I knew that was my daddy because years before he was on the radio and they had a contest and you have to name the artist who, the song that you'd win. Well, my dad got the name of the artist wrong on that song. Oh. And I'm like, why didn't you call me? I could have told you. <laughs> <laughs> and so every time I hear that song, mm. that's our song. So I knew when I got in that car and that song came on the radio, I'm like, yeah. okay. All right. I'm like, okay. It's like dad was sitting in the car with you. Come on, girl, we can do this. And, and I'm just singing that song, bumping <laughs> along. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And sometimes that's all you need. You know, I have a memory of him. I remember, you know, seeing him. I remember being in the barbershop with him. I remember, you know, how kind he was. And that is two things that I really got from him. One of the things is a gift of storytelling. God gave it to me, but I know it was a seed for my great grandfather because he used to tell us stories, riddles and all this stuff all the time. So he was like kind of planting a seed in us, but even with his businesses sitting there and watching him in a barbershop on a Saturday when everybody and their daddy would come <laughs> to the barbershop, even if they weren't getting haircuts, they were sitting and talking, but seeing his relationship with them 
and how he treated them and how they treated him. And I'm like, okay, this is what you need to do when you're in business. Because yeah, he was cutting hair, but he was talking to him. And he even went as so far as to hire some, some of the guys in the neighborhood who didn't have jobs. He hired them to give them, you know, a boost up. And that also is something that I do because if I can help anybody, I'm going to do it. And I know I got that from him because I saw that in him. And just like you and your dad, you know, but did you have any negative things that you had to overcome? Like I had to overcome people telling me negative things. You can't do this because you're fat and you're young and just negative things that I had to constantly overcome. So a couple of things. One, the fact that my dad died, yeah. not having him there with me at that pivotal moment and not really grieving. I didn't, I didn't know how to grieve. Um, I had, that was truly my first experience with death up close and personal. And so I didn't handle it well, at least I didn't know how to handle it in a way where it would be, it would help me work through that process per se. Um, I, I kind of, I shut down literally, um, for a couple of days, um, literally almost just zoned out. They had my father's rosary because I was born and raised Catholic. My father's rosary was on my 17th birthday. Oh, wow. wow. And so th that just, that just really took me over the edge. And so that was hard. And then graduating school and being told you can't go anywhere, you gotta stay here. Why? Yeah. And so just those kinds of things. And then the fact of I had other trauma from my childhood that I hadn't even processed. And so it's just, a, you know, this piling on of things, not knowing how to deal with it. And then being a single mom, how are you going to pay for college? You working part time? Mm -hmm. How are you going to do that? Who's going to take care of your child? Who's going to do all these other other things? And so just having to block that out to the best that I could, but I'm grateful that my my sisters, my brother, my mother said, okay, we got you. So they supported me, they encouraged me. And, and, and more importantly, my biggest support was my daughter. That was my encouragement. Oh, wow. And so to be able to show her that, yeah, look what mommy can do despite all this other stuff yeah. you can do the same thing that's amazing I love that you know yeah. you, you talk about your daughter and I remember um my niece when I um the story that I wrote about can you believe this man gave me a C and <laughs> in the story I tell I talk about I was so mad at him I was so hot and I told him he was the reason why my GPA dropped because he gave me a C some of it was the college's fault because during that time, people were starting to take more online classes, so they didn't have a lot in person. So they had to reconstruct the, you know, the classes. And I ended up having to take a class because that was the only one left. And so the class was packed because everybody was in the same situation as me. Wow. And the, the professor, he was good at his craft doing it, but teaching it, no. Anyway, the C guy, I was talking to my niece on the phone and she had a C 
and she was just as worse as I was. And we were talking about our professor so bad. We were talking about them trash. And what I love about our conversation is when she said, oh, auntie, she said, I am so glad that you called me and we talked about this because it makes me feel so good to know that someone else, you know, work is working so hard at their grades and mm -hmm. it's you, you know, that we can talk about it. And she graduated Kumamoo Laude, whatever the highest is, she was one beneath it. So okay, I, I don't know you if you know the magna, magna, magna or Laude Laude. She was one beneath. So I, you know, anyway, but yeah. I was so proud of her and I made sure I joke because she lives in Georgia. I went to Georgia and I was there to support her because I felt it and she felt it with me. And I think that helped us to bond because, you know, although she was down about her professor, she also did not give up because she was going to until our conversation and she was like, I can't do this. I was like, D is one C. And I had to tell myself that is one C. You can make up for it. You can do it. And that's exactly what she did. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just I just love stuff like that. So when um when I tell my story, I always ask questions at the end. So what we're going to do is we're going to answer the questions. I'll ask the question and you can answer and then I'll answer. OK, OK. So it says, have you given up on a dream or a goal you set for yourself? Have you given up on one? No. Well, yes and no. Yes. Um, the dream of going away to college. OK. Mm -hmm. Um, but beyond that, no, just go going away to college was the dream that I did not get to fulfill. Okay. In my case, it was owning a salon, but I still have my own, I still have my own yeah. business. It's yes. just, it just wasn't that. And, and I feel like that's not what God wanted for me. This is what he wanted. And he allowed me to have the years of working in the salon. I became the assistant manager and, you know, he allowed me to have all of that to fulfill that need, that desire, but he had a different direction that he wanted me to go. And you know, I'm here. Amen. So the, <laughs> the second question is, what are some things you did not give up on? Now we talked about what we did. So what are some things that you just did not besides school? God. Mm. Um, and the reason why I say that is, you know, I've for the last two and a half years, right before the pandemic, I had um, major um, surgery, spine surgery. Mm -hmm. And during that season of recovery, I had a great encounter with God. Um, I had a um, what I call a Samuel experience where I kept hearing him, somebody call me. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was somebody in the household, but it wasn't, it was him. <laughs> <laughs> and since then, he's just revealed to me, he's always been there with me, you know, from when I was seven and the different things I've gone through, he was there and he was just waiting on me to come back. Mm. He was like, I, I'm still here. I've been here. And yeah. so- I've never given up and I'm just like, wow. And so now I'm starting to see through different experiences and revelations that that was God with me all along. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He didn't give up on me. I I didn't give up on him. He didn't let me get too far away. He let me, 
you know, he gave me just enough le leeway. <laughs> yeah. But he was like, uh, you know, that ain't right. And he would bring me back. And I was like, okay. And then the other person I never gave up on was myself. Yay. I love that. Yes. I knew there was something, there was something different about me. Mm -hmm. And and I've always been different. Um, I'm number three of number four, four children. And my older sister and brother and I, we share the same father and mother. My younger sister, we have a different father. But I was always the different one of, of my siblings. And it was so funny because my grandmother would say, you just your mama six bit change. Oh, I never then, heard that before. Say it again. Six bit change. Never heard six <laughs> bit change. Go ahead. I, I'm writing that down. And so whenever something would happen as kids, I would always had this catchphrase, but mama, but mama, because I always <laughs> wanted the last word. Always, but mama, because I, I always wanted to or felt I can explain why this happened or I had an explanation or reason. Well, it turns out I know that was an excuse, but I was always different. And over the years, different things within our family, I'm the one that folks always gravitate to. I'm the one that does this. When my, when my, my mother passed away, I got an older sister, an older brother, and a younger sister. I'm number three or four. When our mother passed away, they were like, well, you make decisions. I'm like, she your mama too? <laughs> yes. But they left that to me. When my paternal grandmother passed away, my grandfather, after the internment services for my grandmother, he looked at me in front of my cousins. I'm number of 14 kids. I think I'm number 11 or 12. He looked at me and said, you the matriarch. Why me? Mm. And it's, that has been my story, my life. And I've tried to run from my calling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But finally, uh, okay. I had to wave the white flag and say, I surrender, <laughs> submit. Okay. And I stopped running. And so, and now I'm okay with who mm -hmm. I am and where I am and whose I am, because I know who, who I am and whose I am. I know that God created me on purpose for his purpose. And so I'm grateful. So if nothing else, again, I can't give up on God and I can't give up on me because I'm here by design to do what he got me to do. I know that's right. I love that. And listen, you all, me and Cheryl, we only met a couple of weeks ago. So my answer is almost the same as her answer. And I'm telling you, because I am number three out of four. And my, for some reason, people gravitate to me the same way. Um, my mother has some health challenges and I am the person that put in charge. I'm number three. And your answer when you said that you never gave up on, God was one of my things that I didn't give up on because when I was going, well, I went through a lot. 
you know, mm-hmm. I, I went through a lot in my life, but on this journey to becoming my own, having my own business, there were so many times when I wanted to give up <clears throat> and God kept pushing me. And he said, all I need you to do is to just keep showing up, just keep showing up, just keep pushing past it, just keep showing up. And I got you. So that's the same thing. You know, I never got up on God. There were so many times when I almost gave up on myself because I was like, Lord, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And he's your, he's like, you're right. That's why I'm here. Yes. That's yes. you're right. You cannot do this. Mm-hmm. You need me to help you to be able to do it. And so he, God has really helped me with that. That I also, I need him because I can't do it. Yes. I cannot do it. So that's what when you were saying, giving your answer, I was like, oh my God, I'm end up saying the same thing she did because I'm sitting here feeling the same way. You know, I didn't give up on God and I did not give up on and and on my dream to be a business owner. And God is just manifesting that. So this girl, listen, I am so happy that you came on. <laughs> I am so happy you're here because I know anyone who's out there that's attempting to give up is going to find inspiration in this podcast and in this particular episode, because it's the two of us and we had almost the same journey. And both of us are sitting here, business owners, you know, and doing what we are called to do. So I know you have some things going on. And so I want you to tell the audience, you know, what you have on, what you have going on your um, email, you know, how we can reach you and what's going on with Cheryl. Okay. Well, God has, again, been just moving and doing some magical things in my life. I'm just abundant blessings beyond what I could even imagine. I never envisioned myself as a business owner, per se, but God had a different story, a different path for me. So in 2020, right before the pandemic, he had me, he planted a seed in me to start a business. Um and the first part of that business is creating gift baskets and gift boxes. So uniquely elegant gift baskets and gift boxes. And then later or this year, he actually added another component, which is my life coaching. Mm. So I do life coaching, gifting, and I create beautiful gifts, not just um, the physical, tangible boxes and gifts you see, but also I create gifts in people so that yes. they receive the greatest gift, which is themselves when they do the work to really uncover who they are, how they choose to live, how they choose to be and show up in life and live the life that they were created to live. And so that's what I do um, through um, my business. It's called Life Design Coaching and Gifting. It's L-Y-F-E-D-S-I-G-N.com. And people can reach out to me. Mm -hmm. My business number is 480-665-5400. And they can reach me at info at lifedesign.com. Perfect. I will make sure I have all of that in the description, you know, once we post it and everything so that people can reach out to you. And listen, guys, the holidays are coming up. Yes. You want something different, not what everybody else had. Reach out to Cheryl. She will make sure that you get in in time for Christmas. 
um, just give her a holler, call her or shoot her an email. Just reach out and support her. All right. Yes, so you. Cheryl, thank you again for being here. You have been a pure joy. I am so, and I'm really grateful to the fact that you chose that story because I think right now during the holidays and right now, you know, people, you know, they feel bad about themselves, but we want to encourage them never to give up. So never give up, yes. never to give up. So thank you again. Thank you. I appreciate it. And just thank you for sharing your story, your life and let, um, just being a vessel. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I pray that this episode has brought some joy to your life and you have learned something about yourself. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. And for more information about Miss Viva Storyteller, you can visit my website at MissVivaStoryteller.GoDaddySites.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.